Welcome to another edition of We Want to Talk About It Now. I'm here with Steven, and we're going over where, where the NBA playoffs are right now. Uh, because I'll tell you what, we were right. Playoff basketball is so much better than, <laughs> than regular oh, yeah. season basketball. Holy crap. First off, maybe maybe this is burying the lead, but like, or we're not burying the lead. We're just getting it right out of the way. Favorite game. What was your favorite game? I think we're going to have the same one. Um. Utah and uh, the Grizzlies. Okay. Um, that was the only one I didn't watch, but uh, looking at highlights, oh, I it looked great. It. I watched it uh, last night and it was awesome. Memphis played great. I liked Kyle Anderson's uh, decision to foul at the, toward the end of the game. Um, because it was a smart foul, you know, and, um, uh, it made it so that Utah couldn't get off a three point shot, you know? Yeah. It seems like, uh, I mean, obviously Donovan Mitchell was injured for that game and uh, spoiler alert, I'm going to uh, game two on Wednesday. So I won't miss the jazz game, uh, this time around. So looking forward Ooh, to, cool. to watching that in person and very cool enjoy what was the thing what was the thing that you most enjoyed about about the game just fun i, I wish i would have um, watched it now well uh bogdan bogdanovich or bogdan however you say his name bogdanovich uh on utah um the one on utah not atlanta he um he was making shot after shot and it was like big shots and it was all in like the second half. Like he scored, I think, no points in the first half. And then he had like 21 points or something like that in the second half. It was crazy. And um, kept making big shots, kept making big plays. Uh, Gobert fouled out of the game, but he had a pretty good game. A double-double with a bunch of rebounds. Uh, it was it was fun. Um, Phoenix and the Lakers was kind of underwhelming. Man, um, freaking Anthony Davis, man! I was yeah, not he, pumped watching that game. He, he just seemed so. He didn't care. I, I don't know if that's the right word. He just wasn't aggressive and just very lackadaisical. Is it lackadaisical? Lackadaisical? I don't know how you say it. It's lackadaisical. I think. I don't know words. But he was but, not playing at the top of his ability. LeBron did okay. He seems to still be injured, which I think everyone already knows. Right. And then there he were said, just a couple wide open he, shots that the team wasn't making. He said before he was basically playing on one leg, but he still he still almost got like a triple double almost. So yeah, he's he was the only thing that got me real pumped. And the reason that we got Andre Drummond was so that DeAndre Ayton couldn't get all of those gosh darn rebounds and Drummond could yeah. not seem to get any rebounds. Neither did. I think he ended up doing okay, but like, Aiden, I don't Aiden. know how many total rebounds that, um, his name's not Draymond, um, Drummond had, Yeah, but it was not enough. And I think Davis was really the, the big, the big problem. Yeah. 13 points ain't going to get it done, bro. 
Yeah, nine rebounds in 19 minutes from Drummond. He actually has a pretty decent stat line for the number of minutes that he played, but I don't know. I was expecting nine rebounds in 19 minutes. Yeah, yeah, in 19 minutes, I would say nine rebounds in a game is pretty low for him. But but eight, and I'm pretty sure had like if when I was watching like 16, like he ended up with 16 total, and a majority were were offensive and so when you're yeah. getting because like, if you look at the stats like the suns didn't shoot amazing mm-hmm. they, they turned the ball over like crazy the, well the lakers had so many free throws in the first half and i was just like i'm not entirely sure like by all accounts the sun should be winning this game by like 30 points yeah and well what happened was chris paul got hurt they said he had a like a right shoulder contusion or something like that, which just means bruise, right? And um, uh, he couldn't put the ball in the basket after that, and he kept losing control of it because he hurt his shoulder, right? And th- were you going to say anything else, or you just like, oh no, no, oh, okay, I, gotcha. I, I was. I sorry the way I ended that. Yeah, it's just it's just like well, was there more? Uh, yeah, no, it just he he hurt his shoulder, so uh, he was having trouble keeping control of the ball. He was turning the ball over. He couldn't put the ball in the basket anymore, you know. And uh, they still managed to win, but um, the reason the Lakers had a chance and they did have a chance in that game to come back, they just kept missing open shots. Yep. Um, uh, but if Chris Paul hadn't gotten hurt, they'd have got their butt kicked a lot worse than they did. I think the Lakers. Yeah. And honestly, I'm not entirely sure where they go from here. It's really just play better. I I, I know that they ha- at this point, they just have to play better. It's like you can heal in the off season, you know? <laughs> yeah. I, and I don't even think it's necessarily like a LeBron thing. I mean, I could talk about the Lakers for forever, but it just seemed like nobody, there wasn't a player that I went, okay, that person is locked in on the Lakers side. It was everybody's just kind of being silly out there. And honestly, DeAndre Ayton came to game. I think he he was 100% the most important player of, of their, of that game yesterday. He he came to play. That guy had probably the biggest game of his entire career, and it was in his first playoff game. Like that's crazy. Yeah, and also it's kind of crazy is how it's so funny. It's almost pointless to make predictions and make choices because I was wrong about a number of things. The yeah, Wiz- but- the Grizzlies beat not not only I know that that what's his name was hurt, but first off making the play in tournament, beating the the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Uh, like they did and then um then beating the jazz like they did i'm very uh i'm very pleased and it once again i think that's what makes it exciting i almost want to be wrong you don't want it to play out exactly the way that you think it's going to because if the nba becomes predictable it's no fun well usually i think if you're an avid fan uh usually it's somewhat predictable but this year it's more unpredictable so it makes it a little bit more fun, you know, in that way. The other, uh, I guess we could, maybe what would be best is going to to Saturdays and just going over some of the, I don't think there's anything to talk about with the Nets and Celtics, except the Nets are terrifying. The Nets played terrible 
<laughs> like not terrible, yeah. but not great in the not first great. half. And then They're, they just lit it up in the yeah. second half. And the, it is know, very scary to watch those three when they're, when they're clicking. Mm-hmm. The thing about uh, the Nets is they're going to have to beat people with their offense, you know, and well, obviously like they rebound pretty well too. Like there are other things they do well to pass the ball well, but um, like I said before, they got a lot of people that can put the ball in the basket. Uh, Joe Harris is a knockdown shooter. Uh, Kevin Durant um, is unbelievable still. Uh, Harden has sacrificed numbers so that they can do better. Um, and it's working really well. You know, Kyrie Irving's doing well. But that team beats you with their offense, basically. You know, they don't really defend. And that's why that game, that's why I think that game was closer um, than it probably should have been. And know? to start to start off, like Jason Tatum was playing otherworldly for a hot minute and was just making every shot. I was like, okay, okay. I mean, obviously at the half, I think that the Celtics ended up being up by five or six points. And so like, mm-hmm. I don't think this is sustainable, but if, yeah. but go, go do your work. And Kemba Walker, Walker disappeared. I don't think I've watched enough games with him, but all of the games that I've ever watched him in have, I've been underwhelmed. Well, <laughs> so that, that, that tradition not- continues. This year, he's kind of hot and cold. He's not really that consistent. Um, when he's good, he's he's really good, I think. Um, but he used to be more consistent. I don't know what happened, but he's less consistent now. Um, he'll, like, have a big game, and then he has a bunch of mediocre ones, and then he'll have a big game, you know? Yeah. And then kind of going to... Um, to some of these other, I don't know. I, Nets are going to win that. I'm pretty confident that they're going to sweep at best case scenario, gentlemen sweep. So I don't think we need to talk about it. And the right. Nets, I'm just having, just watching basketball for like the first time watching every single game. I struggle to see any team beating the Nets from the Eastern conference. Maybe the Bucks, but the Bucks look not fantastic against the Heat. I don't think that the the Bucks deserve to win that game, but I think winning that game for them is going to set them up to to win the rest of the series. The Heat just seemed a little banged up, and then Tyler Harrow's just not doing anything. And it took a monster of a game from Duncan Robinson. Just I think he was four for four from three to start off the game to to start out the game. And it's like, all right, well if he can they're going to need that every single game in order to, to even compete like they did on Saturday, but the bucks are looking pretty good to win that series in my opinion. Yeah, no, after the first game, it looks like the bucks are probably going to win that series. Um, But I mean, Miami, who knows? Because Miami is a really good team. And particularly, they're a really good defensive team. And Miami knows exactly what to do to beat Milwaukee, you know? Yeah, I do feel the Bucs got lucky in this one. Uh, But for whatever reason, them winning the first game just makes me more... I do think that it's going to be six or seven games. But I do... It makes them more confident that they won the first game, you know? And Drew Holiday, I played well. Like, uh, Giannis, I don't feel like was... 
what he needs to be. He has to, he just, just play better, dude. I fell asleep at the end of the game. So I missed the very end, but, um, you know, I watched a good chunk of that game. And his um, numbers were unreal. Like Gian, Giannis had, it, this is why watching basketball is so important and not looking at box scores. Cause he was 26, 18, 18 rebounds and five assists, three steals. That seems great until you go, Oh, you were six for 13 from free throws. You were 10 for 27 from the field. Like that's yeah. just not going to get it done. He was very, uh, very reliant on stellar games by both Middleton and holiday in order to, to squeak out this win, like play better, bro. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, 18 rebounds is like redonkulous, but like, is it redonkulous when you're the tallest guy? Like you have the, like looking at the heat and bucks, like bam can get some rebounds, but who else is really getting rebounds between those two teams besides Giannis and bam out of bio. You know what I mean? Lopez. Yeah, yeah. When Brooke, when Brooke Lopez is your follow up to that question, I I feel like that kind of proves my point. Now don't, don't get Lopez me wrong. Eighteen rebounds, rebounds, eighteen rebounds is great. I don't want to take away from it, but I don't think yeah. getting eighteen rebounds against this Heat team is necessarily that difficult of a of a task to do, especially Giannis when you miss seventeen shots. <laughs> yeah, he Giannis isn't a shooter. We've established he's not a shooter. You know. Yeah. But he, uh, so, but he does need to do better from the free throw line. You can't be missing seven free throws. Um, and I still feel like Miami has a chance, but Milwaukee's probably going to win the series because winning that they stole home court, you know? No, they didn't. What no, the they didn't. I, no, they didn't. What the heck am I talking about? But, it's uh, almost at, it's almost equally important that they didn't lose it though. Yeah, but but that was a dumb statement I just made. I just realized they played in Milwaukee. You know, I'm like right after I said that, I went, they played in Milwaukee, you idiot. Yeah. But any, um huh. Any any surprises from from Saturday's games? I mean, the Trailblazers beat the Nuggets, but I wasn't surprised by that. I know I wasn't surprised by that. Um the Mavs Atlanta, winning maybe, huh? The Mavs winning maybe on Saturday. Oh, that was that was a little bit surprising, but I expected them to win one, so I'm not overreacting to that. But they um, they won one at the Staples Center, and yeah. Kawhi was looking. At, like, there were some times where Kawhi was definitely turning it on, and then there was times where you could tell he was uh, kind of not doing his best. I do think it took a lot for them to win that game they the Mavs shot extremely well the Clippers did not shoot as well and they didn't get a whole lot of great support from their yeah their supporting cast I didn't happen to see that game um but uh I saw I saw after I saw Luka Doncic's numbers and uh he was incredible yeah he was incredible in that game and um, uh, and I expected them to win at least one game, so I'm not going to overreact, you know. But, but it's but going back to what you said, Stephen, with Milwaukee, the Heat, it's a big deal. Not only that they won at Staples Center, but two that they won that first game. So yeah, they, they have an opportunity to be up two well going back to Dallas. I 
I, I want to say that Kawhi Leonard is not going to allow that to happen, but it's on the table. It just is another Luca playing out of his mind and getting some, some very, very well-timed uh, shooting from Finney Smith and Hardaway Jr. And he's golden. Like Kristaps didn't play well at Hardaway all. Hardaway Jr. had 21 points. I believe he balled. He played. So I was, I I've kind of thought of him as an afterthought, honestly. And he made me reconsider, but if he can do this consistently, Dude, Watch he's one of the best. Out. He's one of their best scorers on their team. Yeah. Um, I uh, um, I saw Lucas Lucas stats in the box score after, and was just like, "Wow!" Like, okay, he played like Luca plays when he plays well, you know. Yeah. Um, and then you were gonna, you wanted to kind of move shift over to to Sunday's games uh, yeah. before we do what I thought was the most fun game, but it's apparently because I missed the Grizzlies jazz game. Um, let's just really quickly talk about Wizards 76ers surprised how close it was, but what was it, it like? It required a Herculean effort by Tobias Harris for them to win that game. I yeah. was surprised at how bad Ben Simmons was. I was surprised at how I would say good. I don't know how to say this. Embiid played well. I, so I don't yeah. want to take that away from him, uh, but he, Oh, the thing that MB did, did amazing. If I can just, is like, he was making the right passes, passing out of double yeah. teams. He scored really, really well, but a lot of his work was done at the free throw line, but he did enough for them to win. I'm just a little yeah. concerned about Ben Simmons, man, because everyone showed up to play except for him. Uh, so as long as he can get things going, I think it'll be a very easy sweep for them. Uh, not an easy well, sweep, but I think they can sweep them. If they can, I think if they can force turnovers and get out in the open court and Ben Simmons gets going downhill, there's very few players that are better, you know, uh, in that situation than Ben Simmons. If he gets ahead of steam, he'll he'll score a lot of points because he'll be able to get to the basket. Yeah. I, but Embiid, the one thing that I, I took away most from that game is he has such a high basketball IQ. Great. No, not quite as good at passing as Jokic, but he was making all of the right passes. And that's why you know who man, I got to watch more basketball because he only had three assists. Yeah. But it was, it, that's why they should start doing hockey assists in hockey basketball. Assists, yeah. He passed it. And then they just swing the ball to the wide open dude. As someone's trying to recover Danny green for three, Seth Curry for three. It was just beautiful to watch. And I am really, I guarantee you there basketball. are, I guarantee you there are teams out there, even though it doesn't show up on the official box score that everybody sees, like there's probably, I, I guarantee you there are teams that keep track of hockey assists by players because the hockey assist is almost just as important as the assist, you know? Yeah. Um, but then my favorite game, I feel like we're going through this really quickly, but Hawks Knicks was such a fun game. The oh energy at Madison Square Garden. Yeah. Phenomenal. And I really don't like Trey Young. And I like him even less <laughs> after his his kind of response. Like uh, it's so funny. All these people who haven't, I guess he's won a playoff game. So I got to give credit where credit he's is due. Cocky. But he's him definitely. trying to be like telling Madison Square Garden to shut up. I'm like, oh man. Well, Watch I out, mean, a bro. lot of in in his defense, a lot of stars do stuff like that when when you know uh, 
like I remember Chris Weber hitting a shot against the Lakers and uh, in the playoffs and he put his hand up to his ear and was listening to the crowd boo him. And then he told them all to shut up. I remember that. Um, <laughs> but, but Trey young, um, uh, he's definitely like a cocky guy and all that. Um, but like, I just get the feeling he's kind of arrogant, you know, but, but he played a great game, uh, last night and, um, uh, was making good decisions, was making big shots and, uh, uh, Randall was not making shots as much as he does usually, you know? Randall was missing a lot of shots. He still ended up with a double-double and was making good decisions and was getting rebounds, but he just wasn't putting the ball in the basket that well, you know. And then uh, um, on that last play, me and my friend Jeff were talking about this yesterday. Um, On that last play, um, when there was nine-tenths of a second left, and so New York had uh, uh, enough time for a catch and shoot. Um, that was a terrible play. That play was, was horrible. Yeah, that I mean, horrible. have somebody set a screen to free him up or something, you know? I think it was D. Rose was running on the baseline, and I thought they were going to get him for a corner three. But yeah. I guess that was the distraction to throw a terrible inbound pass to Randall so that he could airball but, the final shot of the game. Uh, I mean, that, that wasn't fooling anybody. What I would have done is you set a screen for him, have him come off the screen, catch the pass and take the shot, you know? Yeah. But like I kind of said uh, last week, I want the Knicks to win, but I do feel like the Hawks are going to, to win it. Once again, it took a random great shooting night from Alec Burks to keep them in the game since Julius Randle was playing as poorly as he was. And then yeah. also, man, Tosh Gibson and Derek Rose were just otherworldly. They had to, they had to go about seven years back in time for performances. They weren't that great, but they were playing like Derek Rose played like he's a vet. Like yep. he's been there before playing for the it was just, it was fun to watch. It made me feel there was this one up and under that he did. I'm like, that was look like Derek Rose freaking spectacular. It was a, such a gorgeous because sometimes when people do those up and unders, I go, Oh my gosh, you got so lucky. But his placement of, of the ball is like, that was just, Nope. He knew exactly what he's doing. And yeah. it was perfect. Good job. Good no, job. There, Happy to there, see you succeeding. There are, there are very few players in the history of the league who finish at the rim better than Derrick Rose still like in his prime, it was ridiculous. Uh, uh, what his finishing ability was just insane. But now, even after all the injuries and stuff like that guy can still finish at the rim better than just about anybody, you know? Yeah. Um, that was good. Um, I watch old retro Derrick Rose games from when he was, you know, MVP level good just because 
I love watching him play. And one of my favorite things to watch is, you know, the way he finishes at the rim. But uh, other than the fact that when he was younger, he had some, he could put the jets on, man. That guy, he was really, he had a lot of speed. So maybe, I, I know I don't want to like go too, too quickly in this, but what is your overall takeaway from all of the, all of the game ones so far? Anything can happen, basically. I agree. I don't think there's there's no team that I was like. I mean, watching the Nets dismantle the Celtics uh, in the second half wasn't surprising. So I think that's why. But I know that the the Nets are going to. That's the that's what's the only team that I see re- that is ready right now to face them is potentially the Bucks, and they're ready might be the wrong word, but that can get to the spot where they can contend with them. Yeah. Ben Simmons is a big glaring factor. I don't care how good you are at defense. If you are going to go, what was he? Zero for six shooting. Yeah. Um, you're not, you're not going to win an NBA. You're not going to win the Eastern conference. I think Ben Simmons is too good a player to have back to back bad games. So I think he's going to come back, have a really good game and Philly's going to win the next game. What would be a, a good game for you for him though? For him, uh, let's see, 13 points, 10 rebounds, you know, and and 12 assists. Okay, so I misspoke. It was the free throws that were 0 for 6, but he was 0 for 6 from free throw, 3 for 9 uh, with one end of the end of the quarter brick of a 3. So he scored yeah. 6 points. It required once again an amazing effort by Tobias Harris. I just don't see it. I don't. I don't see the Sixers now having watched a full one. The <laughs> granted, this is one full game that I've watched of them. It just doesn't seem like they they have what it takes. The former the former stars always talk about how if a if a superstar player has a bad game, they're probably not going to have another bad game in the next game. And they talk about how that's just how the best players in the league are generally. So, so we'll I, find that out with yeah, him. So, so I expect Ben Simmons to come back and, you know, come with it. You know what I mean? Come back and, and really have a good game. Yeah. I think my, I think my biggest takeaway, my biggest takeaway is, what I started this conversation off saying that playoff basketball is so far superior. And Bill Simmons talked about this on his, on his podcast. So it is this, because this isn't regular- an original statement, but like they play so much better than they do during the regular season. In the regular season, I feel like most of the, most of the time, not all the time, but most of the time I feel like teams are just kind of going through the motions during the regular season. And uh, and they step up in the playoffs, you know. Um, I get, I I um, I agree with uh, some people. I've heard say this that the regular season gets boring sometimes, you know. So boring. Yeah, and I'm sure it gets boring for the players, and they're just waiting for the playoffs, you know? Yeah, I'm kind of excited to see what happens with that play-in tournament. What, if any, 
interest that can stoke for fans and players alike, because it's, I don't, again, I consider myself to be, I mean, compared to the seven, 8 billion people in the world, I consider myself probably top 1%, maybe top 5% in NBA fandom, which isn't saying much, but yeah. I don't know. Like Bill Simmons was talking about how ratings are down and everything like that. Like the highest rated game was Warriors Lakers last week. And I know that makes rating, sense. I know rating. Oh, were you finished? No. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, and so the Lakers Warriors was the, the highest rated game, I believe in like the last four or five months of the season. And they got to do something to, to get that interest again for everybody, because I know that's the reason as someone who would say, I love the NBA, I have zero, almost zero desire to, to honestly, watch to watch, to watch the regular season. It, it doesn't mean anything. Like yeah, the regular season means so little. I usually will, if there's a basketball game on or there's something else on, because I'm me, <laughs> um, usually I'll turn on the basketball game. But, like, I'm not, like, um, the playoffs is definitely, you know, I'm definitely looking forward to the playoffs the whole season. Like, at a certain point, I'm, I, you know, by by like mid season, usually I'm like thinking about the playoffs, you know. Yeah, just dreaming, waiting for them to get through this mid season drudgery of of games and players sitting and not really caring until the playoffs. Yeah, and you know, you know what's kind of interesting about that though? I wonder if like the regular season was good if I would have this euphoric of a response to the how the playoffs start. I mm-hmm. I think I would like I think I still would, but. Yeah, I'll tell you, it's such a difference between it's like regular season basketball is like a four out of 10 for me. And then now we're getting into like nine out of 10, 10 out of 10 for some of these games. I just yeah. like that a little more frequently, you know? Yeah, I think um, uh, I was thinking about the, the playing tournament and um, I think that I have I have a hunch that um the playing tournament is just a way for the nba to to make more money you know um i i have a feeling that it wasn't because they thought the fans might really like this or whatever they probably thought we could probably make more money by involving more teams you know fair so yeah, uh, is what it is. That's that's what I think. LeBron James uh, apparently said uh, about the playing tournament. Whoever came up with that shit should be fired. Uh, but you know what? Um, I I don't know. I might be changing my mind a little bit on the playing tournament. I think it's great. It's one of those things where. It's my response my response to lebron james is uh then get get to a sixth seed cuz you know you know lebron is not complaining or talking about the play in game if he's in if the lakers are spots 1 2 and 3 he just wouldn't yeah. care it's the simple fact that they were spot 4 
dropped a spot five, slowly dropped a spot six. Is I'm pretty sure it was when they were um, sixth in the West, not seventh, is when he said that statement that you said. And it's like mm-hmm. just just play better. Yeah, I I I mean he's entitled to his opinion, and I don't like it when people you know say that shut up and dribble crap about athletes. But because they're allowed to have an opinion just like everybody else is, it doesn't matter if they're on TV. Well, but, here's my problem, Stephen, though, like just to push back really quick. I don't ha- have a problem with people having an opinion. It's would people have an opinion because something finally impacts them is yeah. like what I didn't like about LeBron's thing. LeBron would have said nothing. Once again, if the Lakers are spots one, two and three, oh, because we could potentially be knocked out of the playoffs because we didn't win enough games. Now yeah. I think it's a dumb idea. Sorry for interrupting you, but I think that's where my complaint no, comes fine. from. Uh, yeah. Um, he, I think, uh, you know, I'm not in LeBron's head. I can't, I, I don't know what his thinking was on that. Other than he thinks it's a bad idea, but, um, uh, I, I personally, like, I didn't like it at first and now I'm starting to go, you know what, this isn't that bad an idea. It makes things more interesting, you know? Well, we wouldn't have had the Grizzlies beat the Jazz. It probably yeah. likely would have been granted Donovan Mitchell didn't play, but you get up for teams. I think even with Donovan Mitchell out, if they were playing the Warriors, that game would have the Jazz likely would have won because they want to punish the Warriors for the last four to five years previous to these last two that the Warriors were the dominant force in basketball. Yeah. And then the, the Grizzlies show up and she's like, oh, just the Grizzlies. And the Grizzlies win. You know, like right. we, we got that because of this uh this playing game. And I I've, was the Eastern Conference seven and eight both won, right? Because that was surprising. I thought the Celtics were definitely going to not make the playoffs. So we have yeah. the Celtics and Wizards that were seven and eight, and then Pacers and Charlotte did end up getting knocked out. But that was fun. It was fun to see like the seven and ten. Were the Grizzlies the tenth seed? No, no, they weren't. They weren't. I'm trying to think. I think they were the ninth seed, but still, the ninth seed normally doesn't get to play in the playoffs. And guess what? They're here now, and we we get to see Ja Morant do his thing. Kill it. He was killing it, man. Like he's been killing it, even against uh, Golden State the other day. He was amazing, and and yet last night he was amazing. Um, that guy gets into the paint better than probably anybody in the league but that's not named like Giannis, you know, so. Um, or, yeah. Giannis or Kyrie. Those are like the two I can think of. Yeah. LeBron gets in there pretty well too, but. But John what, Moran is also like 200 pounds less than, Le, than LeBron James. It's very impressive when the little guys get in there. Yeah. He, um, uh, that's part of the reason why uh, John Morant reminds me so much of Dwayne Wade because Dwayne Wade, he did a great job getting in the paint and finishing at the rim. And that's what John Morant does. He gets like just beyond the free throw line. He does that little floater, you know? Yep. And uh, he's so good at it. And his, his long range shooting is getting better. Um, you know, he's not bad at it. Um, he he can improve, but he's not, you know, he's pretty good at it. Um, uh, one of the things I like about John Morant so much is that 
Uh, I think he has good shot selection, you know. Um, so I really like John Morant. If you remember before, I said John Morant is showtime. He's showing everybody that, you know, he's he's one of the best players in the league. He's here to play. Any other things that you or points that you want to hit on, Stephen, about the playoffs? Any predictions uh, before we head into really games two, three, and four for um, this first round? Um, I predict that Lakers Phoenix is going to go seven games. Um, and then, um, what else? Uh, I I think I I said before I think the Knicks are gonna make uh, the finals, and I think that in the next games, Randall is gonna be score the ball better, you know, than he did in Game One. Wait, NBA Finals or Eastern Conference? Because they are not making the NBA Finals. <laughs> I think they're going to make the NBA finals. Wow. You're still holding on to that. Even after the performance from last night. Yeah. It's, it's one game. There's, they got to win. Four I, I know, but they just don't have the firepower. Like they have to be all operating like to beat the Hawks. I know that Julius Randall didn't play well, but the, the bottom of the well that they're kind of dipping he didn't into play well and they barely lost. So yeah, but they barely lost to the Hawks, who I don't think are like that amazing of a team. The Hawks they are, are good. good. They're good. Yeah, I know. I just don't think they're amazing. I don't think yeah. that there's any like no one needs to be when the Hawks inevitably beat the Knicks. No, the who would they play next? Four or five. The Nets don't need to, or is it no, it's the Sixers. I don't think the Sixers need to worry too much. Yeah, I uh I I just I have a lot of faith in the Knicks and uh obviously and um uh i think they'll manage to get past atlanta it might be a seven game series after game one it probably will be a seven game series but i expect uh the knicks to get past um the hawks and uh just the knicks play such good defense and randall is playing so well that i have a lot of faith in them making it you know yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, thanks a ton, Stephen, for chatting playoff basketball. We'll uh, follow up next week. There's probably going to be some teams that have been eliminated at that point, and we'll go from there. And the next yeah, time that we have, fun. yeah, and the next time that we have something that we want to talk about, we hope you give it a listen. Chance to change.